You're listening to Bellwether's podcast with Matthews Joseph. Hello there people. Thank you so much for listening to the Bellwether's podcast. This is Matthews. We are back for a new episode with a back with a new person and we have Samuel Thomas. Uh, Samuel Thomas is the co-founder and CEO of Sputnik, which is a software company which we'll be dealing with a lot more in this conversation and he's also a pastor. at uh, lighthouse delhi so uh, we have a creative person and uh, fun fact that we actually uh, on on our first conversation he, we i actually came to know that he was my senior at college and i never knew that so it was like a 2010 pass out i mean 2019 so you know yes uh, and that's the interesting fact and but this guy is amazing so uh, put on your hands uh, and some drum roll please because we are welcoming pastor samuel thomas our sam to about this podcast sam welcome to welcome to the podcast it's an honor to have you here Hey, thank you, thank you so much. Uh, it's my honor too. Thank you for having me today. Cool. So, uh, Sam is actually a person who speaks very minimal. So, like you know, he just told me right uh, before the, uh, starting of this conversation. So, uh, you know, uh, so you know, we might have to drill in through him a bit to get something out of him. Uh, but I believe whatever he's going to say is going to be so much helpful as a CEO and as a pastor because uh, his leadership—that is something that uh, his leadership has been called him to do. and you know being a you rarely find people with the two breeds being a ceo of a company and also a pastor so that is actually a different calling that's a pretty you know a niche calling but you know uh, sam is actually amazing uh, sam do you mind telling about yourself in a very very short introduction so that you know our listeners can get to know you more yeah interesting um so i have the privilege of leading a church here in delhi and the name of our church is lighthouse and I also am involved in the tech so I have a company where we have a couple of guys we develop custom software solutions and mostly our clients are NGOs and non-profits and yeah so we deal with data visualization and you know softwares that is not readily available in the market and you know that can be done for like a cheaper price for you know our clients so that's something that we specialize in oh man that, that's pretty cool and so for those of you guys who don't speak nerd uh we just develop he basically develops pretty looking apps and pretty looking softwares so you know so just be on the same page so we get so i think the first question that i want to ask you is this because uh uh since you're like a pastor and also a software engineer how effectively are you able to manage time like as a pastor as a ceo for your company and as a volunteer yeah so since 2010 2010 is when i passed out from my engineering and since then i was always a freelancer and i was also a musician so so since then i had to really manage my time being a freelancer and a musician uh and being a musician you know you never had like fixed timelines right uh, like the band would practice anytime or they would have gigs anytime so since then i had to somehow develop like a self disciplined routine to manage my time and something that has really worked for me is segmenting time uh, that is what i call it and which is basically like on a monday morning or on a sunday evening i figure out um, how i am going to you know devote my weekly time whether it is to lighthouse or whether it is to my company so for example right now monday tuesday and thursday i've dedicated my time for my company and wednesday and friday is for my church where you know i sit and prepare and spend some time for counseling so 
something like that time segmenting works every uh, uh every weekly on a weekly basis and i use a lot of to do list um weekly to do list just to make sure you know what work is pending what work has been achieved and work what work needs to be you know what what needs to be carried forward to the next week so i keep more of short term goals and then uh see what is priority and then go at it wow that's pretty that's pretty decent way to manage time so i think you know even i have like a lot of the sticky notes you know, that's how i actually also do it so when you said to do notes i'm like yeah <laughs> been that you know the whole point of what you're actually thinking about so yeah that, okay that's very cool so uh since your the inception of spudsnick uh on um, on you guys start your company and how far has it advanced over the years so like i said you know when i got back after my engineering i i was actually freelancing with a childhood friend of mine who was uh, we, we are childhood buddies from school and we were just freelancing and we did that pretty well for 5 years but in 2015 we got a project from a a well renowned company in delhi we got a project from them and you know we really did our homework we really needed this deal so we tried to do everything to pre- you know present it the best so that we could get the deal but unfortunately we did not get the deal we did not get the contract we lost the contract so i had the privilege of asking somebody important in that company on why we lost that deal why we lost that contract and something that they said was interesting and what they said was that they were not able to trust freelancers because freelancers are not very reliable they don't provide stability what they were looking for was a company and that's when i realized that you know me and my friend we were working as freelancers and that's the perception that people had they did not see reliability and stability in us so that was the motivation of starting spudsnik as a company before then we were just freelancers so in 2015 is when we actually legally became like a firm and we have advanced like pretty pretty rapidly since then because um uh, in 2015 we were a people of 3 and in 2020 now right now we have like about eight people in our team and couple of contractors whenever we need uh you know on on demand basis wow you know that's that's pretty amazing how you actually like you know uh and five years you guys have pretty much grown at you know when you actually see the website it's like pretty much uh you see what you, i mean uh, the name spudnik spudnik so i just want to ask you why did you uh, name it spudnik i mean it's a very creative name <laughs> so uh in fact my childhood friend was very fascinated by uh, you know um, the whole idea of the russian satellite that was launched by the name of sputnik so we wanted to keep something very similar so we put a z in between so that's how it's spudsnik <laughs> well wow, that's pretty cool yeah i mean yeah i i was like for the first time when i heard the company was like you know um, after my uh, uh, one of our mutual friends actually told me about your company and then i was like you know wait that's some there's something there's a spelling mistake you know i think there, there's an s in between <laughs> uh, but then he was like you yeah, know no no that's how we actually did that so i was like oh man yeah. that's that's pretty cool so All right, moving on. Uh, leading your team at church, you know, uh, as a pastor, uh, as, as as a leader for that, and leading your team of software developers, uh, how do you think you have advanced as a leader uh, in the leadership field over the years? Um, I would say, I would say, I've learned by making a lot of mistakes. 
made a lot of mistakes and i've been leading teams since uh, right since college and i i am naturally a very relational guy and i love having close knit people who you know and inner circles and all of that but my a problem even now today is that i i love excellence okay and so when my team works with me i really push for excellence so something that i've been really learning in especially in this period of covid when we could not meet as a team in the office and we had to work from home something that i had to really learn was to pull back myself a little bit and trust my team to do the job so earlier how it used to be was for example if a software guy he would code i would look at his code and rewrite the code again you know i was i was a bit of a control freak you know uh because my whole thing of excellence uh but i i still have excellence as in i still push for excellence but also to trust my team to give them grace uh so that i could pull back myself and let them grow and there's a lot of trust needed in that you know as a leader you need to trust your people who are with you that they are up for the job and they can do exactly you know as your expectation is maybe not the way you think or no not maybe not the way i do it but uh they will get it done if you if you trust them if you give them grace wow uh, yeah i think you know the, the the trust part is actually a pretty interesting one because you know uh while like when we started the podcast so during the first episode so we actually have a team we have a team a team of five so shout out to you all these all these amazing guys you guys are awesome so uh we actually have our audience here so his name is Ephraim so you know he actually stays up all night so he uh, indian time he stays up like 3:34 a.m. and he edits sometimes you know and i ask him don't you sleep he's like no i don't i mean this is fine so shout out to Ephraim for his amazing work so in the beginning of the days like uh why in september i know why we launched the podcast it was like uh he he yeah i i i had to check every episode so i had to listen to the entire episode on drive and then listen to it and then upload it and then listen it to on apple podcast or spotify to see everything is all right so that was like the september but when it, when it came forward like you know, i i could say that the last two three episode i have not even listened to the original file because now i'm like trusted him i know okay whatever this guy does it's going to be you know what he does is going to be awesome so he's going to make it out and you know he's going to make it out come out in his way so you don't have to yeah. uh keep a tabs on everybody all the time you know and i think that's something like i've learned as like as a leader you need to trust your team because as long as you don't trust your team in this process it's going to be very hard uh for you, for you to uh, for you to trust anybody because if you don't trust your team then you know uh then you have a trust issue that's a leadership issue and i think yeah. that we had to check it out so you know why just say i thought i, I thought uh, it's better to you know just mention about that but it, and I, i think it's amazing too because as a leader how you grown as like you know i, I mean you, you, we, it, it's it's really i mean eight people and you know and when you said you know you always rewrite the code i'm like you know yeah that's like you know <laughs> i mean it, it's all <laughs> i mean yeah we are all control freaks sometimes you know uh, and i'm uh, not judging anybody but yeah i used to be too <laughs> a while back uh but you know once you deal with all these things you know you understand like okay yeah there's a difference to it yeah and you know yeah you need to like i mean unfortunately you need to let go of the team because Yeah, for them to un- un- uncover their potential you know you need to let exactly. them free i mean not yeah. let them free uh, ex- uh, like you know completely free but you know you, you should actually keep uh, you know you should overlook them uh, from above but you know but give them the space so that they can actually achieve or uh, uncover their true potential and you know i think that's one of the cases and that's why i think that's a, a great success mantra that uh, you are also worked it out 
So I think that's cra- that's crazy and that's amazing as well. So uh, for my next question, so uh, you know, there there'll be different things that comes up in your life. Like there'll be priorities and there'll be urgencies. So how do you find which is important and how do you deal with that? Okay. Um, most of these priorities, how I sort them out, is based on time. uh whatever comes first whichever deadline comes first has higher priority but i think from a very long term perspective how we deal with it is we we put in a lot of preparation in terms of team and you know building up the team and in terms of taking responsibility we put in a lot of preparation so that in case an urgency happens with a particular account or a particular client you know my team is already ready on how to deal with it so for example you know i went on a back to back trip to the hills and you know there was no network so i had clients texting me that this is not working that is not working and you know you are in a fix when you don't know you know you don't have network and you want to solve the client's problem so i had to pull myself back and i called my you know team that was in delhi and they did a great job at it so uh, i think preparation preparation and um basically building your team around around urgency you know proactively preparing for the future proactively understanding what if this does not happen or this breaks you know who will take care of it what's the backup plan you know that kind of a planning really goes into the whole picture wow so i mean that's that's you know the uh, i'm actually like you know the, the preparation part is actually pretty amazing as well because you know how you actually deal with the team and you know and i hope the client was satisfied you know uh, by what your team did so definitely uh, oh wow that's amazing and you know i think i, I think that's how you know why you deal with priorities i mean i think that's the same way i do too i mean i think that's how most entrepreneurs in, in fact deal too uh what is important and what is urgent so you know uh, the, you know you need to prioritize with, uh, with, with which comes first and you know and i think making that decision is actually a pretty uh some people feel like you know it's a hasty decision uh but it it's very hard to make that too i mean when yeah. when you have two very good options and you don't know what to do it i think it's you, you are in a fix to be honest yeah. so yeah. i mean that's a, that's pretty cool so uh i want to ask you this like this one last question you know uh um so we actually had namaya over like for uh, a couple of episodes back and he was actually sharing about his story uh about outpouring conference and you know you were actually one of the members in the team with Isaac and uh Isaac Namaya and uh, and Paul so you know uh, and you four of you guys were like you know the framing the entire thing so how do you relate your experience with that you know my like sharing a very quick uh you know maybe a short scenario or a, or a, or a short thing about how your experience with outpouring was yeah um i i wouldn't say it was bed of roses okay uh it uh, like if we see it right now uh it was a great event from the perspective that you know four different friends right four different people coming from different background they just came together to do something amazing right uh there was no church involved there was no particular ministry involved it was just four people coming together as friends and i think that is what something we wanted to really leave the message out that you know christian community is necessarily not just about one ministry banner but it could just simply be about friendships and we wanted to keep it as uh, organic and how do i say it as genuine uh, 
and as simple as that so that people would see the friendship that we had and that whole journey made us really close friends than we were before that and because we really went through a lot of ups and downs especially in terms of raising funds uh, there was a lot of pressure in terms of just organizing the event the logistics and you know the guests and managing all the worship leaders and the speakers uh, and but but the thing is the journey really brought us closer and made us realize why we are doing this you know it's not just the event but the reason why we are being so intentional with each other in our friendship and that is something that i always take back you know from that memory that it's really about that friendship that we came together we decided to do something and we nailed it and if tomorrow we think of doing something else together we might do it again uh, but it's not really about you know just one church or one banner but thankfully it's really about multiple churches coming together people from different background coming together and saying hey you know what we are going to be united for the name of jesus we are going to be united because we believe in jesus uh, in spite of our theological differences in spite of our background etc 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 Uh, yeah i think emma shared like you know a lot of it uh, i mean like on the personal calls she shared how you actually whether uh, how you are uh, you guys actually connected on a deeper level i mean you know on a deep spiritual level not just like you know the physical uh, as yeah. friends but you know on a spiritual level as well and you know you, how you guys were like you know uh, for uh, like uh, the first time and i, I uh, my friend actually mentioned about that my uh, i didn't know what how old he was so i thought he was like you know probably 25 or like 26 So and then you know as I kind of I was like hey, bro uh, how old is he as I like, you know, he's like one year y- younger than us I'm like what he's actually like 22 I was like freaking out so I mean I don't know my this thing because I never knew and you know for a 20 year old kid you know to uh, I mean I think he was 21 around that time and how could it was happening 21 year old kid to host a conference you know to mm-hmm. gather people around you know and you know if somebody looks at it and people would say you know uh, uh, at the beginning say like uh, this guy is dumb but you know he actually uh, went for and i think you know one of the main main reasons a lot of people might have asked you guys the same question this is like this is not going to work but you know this you guys stick together as a team you know as a family you know you guys make sure like uh you 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 were together despite of what would happen and i think that's like you know when you know the trust that came in between the team between the four of you guys i think that added a lot i mean i would say a real lot to what you guys achieved and you know i think that's particularly very amazing you know what you guys did and you know i really feel i mean it was a huge blessing for a lot of people i i know personally a lot of people who actually were there but you know i think it was amazing as well so i think yeah we're almost at the end of the session for today and you know before we close off uh, is there anything like the golden words or the golden advice from uh, samuel thomas as a software engineer or as a pastor that you would love to share with everybody i i don't know much of a you know as advice as a software engineer but i just would like to say as as a human okay i think it's very important to see at least at this point of time it's very important for us to see uh to be intentional about whom we are journeying with because the five people whom we are journeying with the five people whom we call community is what you are going to become like okay so it's very important to be intentional about it and you know we humans are relational people and to journey being intentional wow that's you know, that's that's pretty cool be intentional a simple a simple a simple advice so uh, guys i hope i i hope you guys enjoyed the session with samuel thomas with him sharing his insights and you know the again the best part be intentional that's it 
and you know and yeah thank you so much for listening guys and thank you so much pastor sam for actually being with us on this podcast it's amazing to have you with uh, share your experiences i mean you know the spudnik story it's actually pretty <laughs> i mean that that's a pretty funny one too but you know thank you so much for your experiences i i think this has actually been like you know a, a pretty uh, i think i hope this opens i mean especially for a software guy who was actually about to be uh, do some developing i think you know this actually helps those guys as you know as an entrepreneur and thank you so much for your advice you know it's and for this for your time thank you so much thank you for this opportunity it's our honor to have you here so guys thank you so much for listening to love with this podcast it's a true honor to have you guys as our listeners and uh, thank you for following up thank you for reposting everything on social media as well so that was pastor sam thomas uh with his story uh, the ceo and co-founder of spatsnik and also the pastor of lighthouse delhi sharing a story about uh, how uh, over the years as a software developer and as a leader he has done that so the links to uh, pastor sam and his uh, organizations will be actually put up in uh, in in the in the episode description so make sure you guys go ahead and check it out so in case if you guys want some software developed by uh, pastor sam do mention my name you know because i need my commission so uh, i'm actually planning to get that i'm just kidding i'm just kidding this is funny so all right guys so take care see you guys next week with a new episode and with a new person and thank you pastor sam once again for being with us and we hope you you guys have a great week ahead bye bye